Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, while I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madame, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore, this I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore, merely this and nothing more. Deep into the darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. Let my heart be still a moment and this mystery explore. Tis the wind nothing more. On this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, could this be my lost Lenore? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Brought to you by WKTV. I'm one of your ghost hosts, Wayne Preston Curtis Thomas. Welcome to another episode of Grand Rapids Ghost Hunters Paranormal Podcast. As always, we ask that you please keep an open mind about things that you might not easily believe as we explore the mysterious. On the show tonight, we have a mysterious married couple from Muskegon, Michigan, and we'll check in with them just a minute. But first, welcome my co-host. Hey, I'm Brandon Jose of Jose Paranormal History Productions YouTube channel. We've been together doing this branded going on four years now, I think. For the podcast, yeah, I'm investigating. A trying to think another decade <laughs> before decade. that. <laughs> a decade, right? <laughs> and then uh, we have a couple YouTubers here, Allie and Darren Dykhouse. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Now, Darren, you've been on the show for episodes 7, 14, 18, 31, 54. <laughs> Wow. Well, you guys were on 54 together. We oh, did a yeah, Zoom yeah. podcast yeah. for that. Yeah. And then you were also on Cryptic Frequencies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, show. it was. So we know quite a bit about you. Yep. Uh, not so much about Allie. So we're going to try <laughs> yeah. to learn some stuff about <laughs> Allie tonight. <laughs> and that just so happens our friend published this book, Haunted Muskegon, your hometown. Yeah. Where you guys live. And you are in the book. Brandon's in the book, so we're going to talk about the book and your parts Absolutely. in the book and how you guys helped out and where you show up in the book. But I'm wondering, I got a question for Allie, what's it like to live with someone famous? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm the same way in that position, just in a different position, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, has Darren changed, I'm wondering, now that um, he's famous he's, in the book? Honestly, he has changed. Oh, has from, he? From the time that I have met him, from the time that I've met him to the time that I've been with him, he has changed a lot, and a lot of it's got to do with his professional. I, I love it, and he is showing his creativity. 
Oh, yeah. And that is beautiful. Now, Darren's Lakeshore Paranormal, mm -hmm. and you're also Lakeshore, Lakeshore Paranormal? Yes, and I also am Sweepy for Leaf Clover. Oh, you changed the name on me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> last time. I my own. <laughs> yeah, last time it was Soy Alicia TV. Yeah. Alicia and I, TV. Yeah. So now say that, what it is now again? Sweepy for Leaf Clover. Okay. Uh, uh, how do you spell that? Uh, S W E E T uh, P P E and a big A. Clover. Clover. Yep. I might have to get that from you later, so, <laughs> yeah. so I can get my notes straight. But yep. now, okay, Lakeshore Paranormal. You guys, I said that you. Darren, we're yeah. the Lord of the cemeteries. Yeah, <laughs> that's you, right. You've been in more cemeteries than anyone I know. Oh, wow, yeah, that's true. I had it on my list, but then I didn't have room for anything else. <laughs> How many cemeteries do you think you've been to? <clears throat> oh, gosh. Well over, I don't know, definitely well over 100. <laughs> All in, in Michigan? All in Michigan, yeah. Yeah. Hundreds. <laughs> okay. In the Probably. book, you talk about Nunica. Yeah. And there's a photo that you took of a tombstone. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Is that a? Is it wooden? I can't tell from the picture. It, it was. Yes, it is wooden. It is, and it, it's pretty interesting to think that you know I have a wooden tombstone. It looked really thick, and it was kind of leaning to the side. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty creepy looking. Yeah, it is. <laughs> now, tombstone. Uh, there's different names for it. There's headstone, gravestone. But I think uh, Marie called it uh, Tombstone. Yeah. Tombstone that you took the picture of. And it's like graveyard and cemetery. They're actually two different things. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, graveyard is next to a church. So. There you go. Now, you think you get more activity in a graveyard um, next to a church than you do a regular cemetery? Uh, really all depends. I mean, I think I've got a lot more activity rather than... Maybe at a cemetery rather than a, a graveyard because, you know, you have your church there. So, you know, maybe it's a house of worship. So at least not too negative. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe there was some, maybe some more words said at, at a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they rest yeah. in peace yeah. more. You think Nunica Cemetery is, now they bill it as one of the most haunted cemeteries in I Michigan. Mean, I've had my own personal experiences. I seen a woman in a white dress um, there. Uh, she kind of showed herself to me, and you know, before I even realized what was going through my head, you know, she was gone. But you, you know, saw a full form apparition uh, a of a full, lady in white, a full bodied apparition. I just couldn't make out her face, but she was wearing a um, like a Victorian dress, kind of like a. A, a thin, thinner dress, almost kind of nightgown looking, but more Victorian. You think it could have been a wedding dress? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh. Or yeah, it could have been. Allie, were you there too? No, I wasn't. Have you been to Nunica? I have several times. Oh, do you get feelings? I do. I have gotten really deep feelings, um, especially when we were at the tree. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess the tree where someone had hung themselves. Yeah. And I felt a very deep feeling. 
uh, a feeling where they did not want to be disturbed oh, and yeah. they wanted me out. Now, was that the apparition? Was that Mike? Mm, I'm not sure. Uh, could have been. I thought you got an EVP that you thought said Mike, and you thought he was upset with you. Yeah. And you started asking about That's right. how he committed suicide. That's true. I think I got a Larry, though. Uh, I got a Mike and a Larry uh, near that tree, so I'm not sure whether it was a Larry or a Mike. Okay. Um, I also got a Robert, but, um, I mean, there's a lot going on there. So, I mean. You said someone I, grabbed your hand. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Isn't that a common thing there? <laughs> yeah. It's they say they say there's a little girl or something that wants to yep. hold your hand when you go through the cemetery. Yeah, and I think her name is Emily. Oh. And a lot of people call her Emily. Okay. Yeah, that was one before before the Grand Rapids Ghost Hunters, like when well, the first time I first started, we had one where like um the medium on the team had I think she had felt like there was like a little kid there like holding her hand. And we had gotten a picture, because I was taking pictures, where it looks like a little kid, but you can't see the head. But you can see, like, like the like arms and legs. Like, like a shadow, like, walking, like, holding the hands, and, like, with her. And, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't realize that you had been to Nunica. You'd been yeah, there. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been there plenty of times. Oh, yeah. Over the years. Yeah, I've, I've, it was one of the first places after Nick Fink's that I investigated, because it's a place you can, you know, go to. And... Like, a lot of times I would use it, like, when I'd have, like, new people that were interested in training. That's okay. usually where I would take people to train. Right. And that's not too far from us. Pretty close no, to yeah. Michigan. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a good, in, it's good in between. Right? Yeah, a good in between yeah. meeting point for, like, a lot yeah. of people. So, it usually always worked pretty good for, for training. Yeah, I'd like to go there, but I'm going to go there and smudge, so... So, if I might put all the spirits to rest, so the Nudica won't be haunted anymore. Uh -oh. I there, think there'll be plenty. There's, there's a lot of people running. There's a lot of people running around in that. Yeah, there's different yeah. Place. different yeah. Uh, spirits and stuff. Yeah, Darren, you said you've been there day and night. Now, how come on? Ah, uh, you yeah. know, yeah, you're giving away something here, aren't you? Yeah, because is, mean, is well, it closed at night? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. You know promote trespassing but you know we got to do our readings so you know we we did some readings it, it was more going on dusk so i mean we weren't you know we were still technically not breaking right. any rules i kind of wondered how yeah, dark it yeah, was okay yeah, it wasn't overly dark but yeah we've we've definitely i i seen a lot of shadows playing around the, the corner of my eyes you know when it gets to be like a little after dusk um, I had this shadowy mass come up where we on the wood line and it comes up. It looked like a, almost like the size of a basketball and it just shoots right up at me and dive bombs right into the woods. And I mean, for a second, I, I was thinking, was that a bird? So it happened so fast and it was just this black mass. And, and I looked, you know, right where it went into the wood line, but it went into the wood line, like right into the leaves. So, I mean, if it was a bird, I would have seen it right there, but I, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't filming that night either, so, I mean, that was when I was first getting into it. I had a lot of different experiences there for sure. Now, is there an older section? Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe, uh, yeah, I think the older section is up towards the front of the um, 
A cemetery. Where you think there may be some graves that are not marked, or are there are, um, are there Civil War soldiers buried there? Yes, there is. Is that one of the stories yeah. that they Yeah, get? there are. There are a few um, Civil War veterans there, as well. I think the biggest thing is the cold spots. Yeah. Because these things have been described not just as cold, freezing cold. Mm -hmm. So you can't mistake that there's something near you. Yeah. That's true, yeah, that is true. I've gotten a lot of cold feelings there. So yeah, it's it's definitely on a, a different level when it comes to hauntings. Um, I always heard that um, when they built the cemetery, they started burying um, over a Native American burial ground. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know on top of that, there's just a lot of interesting facts that surround the little town. They they call it City of the Lost Souls. Um, Where'd that come from? That's, that came that's from in me. That okay. came from me. Uh, I I ended up getting an EVP one time, and it kind of stuck with me. And it was the name of one of my videos that I did there too. Um, but I ended up getting an EVP saying uh, a spirit saying it's a city in here. And I feel like he was referring to, you know, it, it's almost packed with spirits. I mean, I, I would agree with it because I kind of been there. Yeah. I, I've run into a lot of different yeah. spirits. Yeah, I mean, kids. I, I kind of believe it. Like so. uh, Joel Bond, or yeah, he's one of the ones that's believed to be there. I got a picture with him, or a like a like a smoky, like you know, like oh, see-through wow. white figure, like hands on hips, like wearing a hat. Cause he's supposed to be wearing a hat, so I think it was probably yeah. probably him. That's what I. Yep. Yeah. So that's chapter nine, City of Lost Souls, Ghost of Nunica Cemetery. So Marie got that from you. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. That's awesome. So I haven't got a chance to talk to her since uh, I read her book here. This is a this is a great book. That is a good I, one. In my opinion, really that's good. only my opinion. I don't know. I can't endorse it. I can't tell you everybody else to go out and buy it but uh, <laughs> you shouldn't have to buy yours i don't know if you had to i i didn't i okay. did not have to <laughs> i know marie got a few copies sent to her in the beginning um yeah and i i actually have to thank uh andy he uh, ended up getting me a copy andy o'reilly yes andy o'reilly and I, I i appreciate that i was gonna eventually pick a copy up and uh so I was there at our book signing, and he was really excited for me to get a signed copy. Oh, so yeah. Nice. He ended up getting me one, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Andy O., he's a DJ out yeah, there in Muskegon. He's, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. he. Well, I've had contact with him because he was in Grand Rapids for a while. Oh, awesome. WFGR DJ. Oh, nice. So he, awesome. he set me up with some tickets to the some shows before yeah that was yeah that's really nice of him that he did that for me so you guys are both in acknowledgments and you're both in the introduction by the way it's the longest introduction i've ever seen wow this introduction could be about three chapters wow and yeah you got you're in there and then um you're in chapter 11 for honor and country sailors of lst 393 Allie, were you at the LST 393 ship? No, yeah. Oh. No. That was part of the Paranormal Summit with that grass. Was, yeah, it was. That was in 2019. But Brandon was there. Yeah. Yep, you were there. 
and Kent County Paranormal, his yep. team. Yeah. And then there was one other team, uh, Michigan Area Paranormal Investigative Team was there. And I think yeah. there was one from Traverse City, too, but I can't remember the um, name of it. There were like five teams. Oh, there. that many. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying so it's Grass, too. ours, yours, them, and then I think one from Traverse City. I want to think. was and, with us, too. Yeah. Now, it's actually a veterans museum. Mm-hmm. And then so all these artifacts. Allie, what do you think? you think ghosts might be attached to those artifacts? I do believe so, yes. I do. I do because a lot of the artifacts could be not only years old uh, in history, but a lot of times, um, I'll, I'll just put it this way, if I was myself deceased and I had something that I liked a lot, I'm going to be attached to it. So I do believe that other spirits are attached to their own artifacts. So, okay. yes, I do. Yeah, I believe it myself that yeah. spirits can be mm-hmm. attached to those artifacts. I tell people, you're on a ghost hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't be bringing artifacts home with you exactly. from there. Exactly. And some of them can be good and others can be bad, too, as well. So yeah. It's the same thing like antique shopping or something, exactly. too. Like if you're feeling a vibe off of something, you got to realize there might be something with that, you yeah. know. That's exactly what yeah. Allie and I do. We go mm-hmm. antiquing yeah. and we pick yeah. up stuff that yeah. have a yeah. little bit of a vibe to it. So uh, we, we have a lot going on at our house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, you're an empath. Yes, I am. Yep. Also, empath, Allie? Yes. Yes, I am. Well, I guess that's why you're such a good couple. (laughs) Uh, Marie talks about the feelings that are in this ship. You know, just there was 9,100 soldiers, 3,248 vehicles, 5,000 prisoners, and over 800 casualties because apparently it was a hospital ship at one time. Wow. Yeah, it was transporting ones because one of had like a personal connection to me was because like that weekend we were investigating well it was one of the ships that would have that was transporting before d-day because it was one of the ones involved in d-day before d-day was transporting troops from um africa to to italy and one of my it been my grandpa's uncle that that that's where my middle name came from oh. was james jose and he died in italy but that ship was one of the ships that would have been transporting. And that weekend, the his burial flag showed up that weekend that my grandpa had been looking for for, like, years. All of a sudden, that turned up that same weekend I investigated LST-393. So, you, <laughs> wow, you have, like, a personal connection yeah. to it? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. But I'm like, what are the chances? My grandpa was looking for that forever, and, like, he could not find that flag. Because it was, like, in Hudsonville, it was, like, raised for, like, a flag dedication thing because the at the Veterans Memorial, the flag there, pole there is dedicated to him. And then you couldn't find out what happened to it after that. <laughs> Brandon has so many connections. <laughs> we go to St. Celia Music yeah. Hall, and he goes, a picture up on the wall. He goes, yeah, I think that's one no, of my it was, relatives. It, 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 was, it was one of the rooms had, like, a name that that it sounded familiar. Right. And I had the one of, like, would have been at least probably a family member of there, yeah. <laughs> and then we did Sleepy Hollow episode, and yeah. you had a connection to Sleepy Hollow Somehow you had, yeah. That you my talked aunts, about. I'm actually, my my f- aunt. I have ancestors that lived in Sleepy Hollow, and their families interconnected with the Van Tassels. So, 
which are in the you know the story of Sleepy Hollow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. nice. Marie talks about the emotions, the loss, the mm -hmm. sadness, the despair, the happiness and hope. You know the whole thing about war and death. And she says she makes this quote: "Many ghosts just want their existence to be acknowledged." Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I I agree. I mean, maybe they're calling out for help, or they just want to be heard. Um, like I would say, for an example, if uh, you know, maybe you've got a house that somebody passed away in that they lived there for years and years. Maybe they're uh, not wanting to go away. Maybe they want to be part of the family. I mean, I, I heard of someone um, basically having to make a plate of food for a spirit just so they wouldn't be so angry all the time. And, and they just kind of included it with their their life. And That's I, interesting. Yeah, I, I recently heard that on, on a show I was watching. I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. The activity stopped when they just started giving the spirit a cup of coffee you know when they had a cup of coffee or you know it was kind of interesting and he didn't want to they were saying that the spirit was mad and he didn't want to leave because he lived there for so long but he also liked to have his coffee so it was an intelligent haunting yeah yeah it was interesting it wasn't residual energy that just because they had been there and mm -hmm. routine yeah. Or, or a traumatic event that was this was a actual intelligent spirit yeah yeah, yeah. something Al, you think the same thing that ghosts maybe just want to be acknowledged I think so yes I do the same thing as what my husband has said I think that a lot of times they do um, they give out signs uh, they want to be heard and they want to be filled be around everyone else because yeah. they probably know that they are gone and they want other people that are alive to be there for them so yeah definitely yeah i think mm -hmm. they definitely want to be heard but what do you think most ghosts are looking for what's their you know why do they haunt i think it's like with people in our personalities and our wants and desires mm -hmm. it's all across the board and i think it's the same on the other side like some of them are get out of my house, like that's what you're getting mm -hmm. is, get out. you know, this is mine, get out of here, yeah. or whatever, or they're trying to hide a secret, we've had that before on investigations, or sometimes I think they don't, they don't really realize that they've passed on, and stuff like that, so, All right. I had a personal connection where I had somebody that I knew I had to help them cross over, and I had like a medium told me like, they wanted me to tell you thank you for helping them oh, nice. cross over and yeah. stuff, so yeah. Have you heard that? Get out. Uh, yes. Several times. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. But you also hear help. Yeah, yes. I do. I, I hear help a lot. And I, I, I feel like there is a lot of personally I believe that there's like a, a different almost layers you could say to the spiritual world. And uh, maybe I would feel like the first layer is almost a purgatory or somewhere where somebody's stuck. So you get a lot of helps and help me and, or I'm lost, you know, maybe they're trying to find their way. They need help. They need prayers, you know? Right. Good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think with me, it's, I think it's 
unfinished business. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, and there's so many different kinds of unfinished business. You know, there there can be vengeance too. Mm -hmm. uh, someone is murdered, mutilated, and then cemented in a basement wall or floor. Mm -hmm. wow. They are not at rest, and they are looking for help. Mm -hmm. And Brandon alluded to whatever you are as a living person. That's what you are as a ghost. So mm -hmm. if you're an angry old man as yeah. a living person, you're not going to be any different, you know, as a ghost. So you're going to yeah. portray yourself. But I think they do want to be heard. Yes. And I don't think it should be really difficult to to get that communication if they really want to be heard. If we t if we listen, I think that's the important thing. Yeah. I think, I, the, I think the big challenge is just trying to get the right technology and the stuff to to be able to make it easier for the communication mm -hmm. between. Like we know there's communication, we're trying to communicate with them, they're trying to communicate with us, but it's like trying to hear something in a foreign language almost where like you can pick out what certain words are, but you can't, you don't know exactly everything that's being communicated, they're yeah. trying to communicate kind of a thing. Yeah, we've heard stuff we thought was a definitely different language. Yeah. Yeah, we thought I, we heard Spanish. We wanted to get someone on our team that spoke Spanish, <laughs> so they can interpret what these ghosts were saying. That was that Nick thinks, mm -hmm. where we thought we heard. We got a, a lot of French, and then I was trying to do research. I'm like thinking, I'm in the middle of a farm cemetery in in Michigan. Why would I be hearing French? And it, it's an old place. And, and come to find out, there were French settlers over on this area um, back in the 1800s, coming over from. Canada. Oh yeah, we're close to so, Canada. Yeah, so it made sense after I learned that, and I was just, it was pretty cool, you know, because I heard uh, a French EVP, you know, it made me do a little research, and, and I figured that out. It was really interesting. <laughs> yeah, we even played the Lord's Prayer in different languages oh, wow. at a private uh, case that we had, because we thought we were hearing different languages, wow. and we weren't sure. This we didn't recognize this. This this was something we didn't recognize at all. Marie talks about kind of some of the tools that you use. I wrote an article about you, and I said you like the simple approach, mm -hmm. but yet you use some of the new phone apps and yeah. I mean, and what some, what are some of the tools that you use? Um, the Spirit Box SB7. Um, I was gonna bring it. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna actually bring my uh I, I really enjoy using my portal box now i got this little device that um it's like an amp that uh takes away the white noise out of a spirit box oh and it works great with the apps too so uh we use that at the van buren county board oh you've yeah. seen that brain yeah it's pretty cool because that white noise will drive you crazy yeah yeah well i mean i've been to trying that. to do more with the digital version you know, i do hear a lot of people say oh they don't like the white noise you know spirit yeah. box so i try to keep that to a minimal but uh yeah the the portal box is really cool um you know just plug it in and then um you hear clear voices coming. i'd like to see that in yeah. action yeah you and i did a private case together yeah and you used a couple phone apps mm -hmm. necro yeah the necrophonic and then um Spiritus, Spiritus box app, and I got a couple. Oh yeah, that's from right. <laughs> that that I played before. But these are pretty good, and then this give you kind of idea what you might get out of one of those things.
Oh man. So, wow. I mean, that kind of gives you an idea yeah. of what might come out of it. So that was um, both of those apps you talked about. Yeah. You, you said, how many spirits are in this house? And then you we hear the creepiest, one. <laughs> yeah. And then I say one, mm. and, then they, and then one again. And then you ask, <laughs> what is your name? And I think it's clear. It's Joanne. Yeah. So clear as day. Yeah, that's just an idea of what what those apps might do for yeah, you. I I like those apps. I mean, I always try to find ones that have more of a reputable, you know, a reputation of not being. Some of them, you know, are are questionable, but uh, I always try to find the ones that are made by um, actual paranormal investigators. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. And then when I the first team I was on, we set all kinds of motion detectors out. Oh, yeah. And then we had cameras and wired up, and then we had like a central location where we watched our cameras and watched for motion detectors going off. But I'm not so sure that a spirit is going to set a motion detector off. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. thick do they have to be Yeah. before they're going to? That would, yeah, you'd probably have to have a very dark mass or maybe a, a real bright white light almost, you know. It'd be interesting, I mean, to see what it would actually take to set a motion detector. Yeah, I always wondered about that, but we took the time. Oh, we would take 45 minutes to set up our cameras, and it wasn't wireless, so we had to run wires to our central wow. location. And then another yeah, half an hour. Team, that was his team before right. we started working together. Yeah, that was yeah before Grand Rapids. I'll be I'll be rolling right when I walk into a location. I don't want to miss anything, even if we're still setting up. I'll still have my camera rolling. Yeah, that was the way my mine was. Yeah. I got my cameras. I set them up and record. Yeah. And I have one personal one I keep. I yeah. take with me yeah. where I'm going. And they use the digital recorders. Yes, I do. Oh. I need to incorporate those more in my investigations. A lot of it has to do with just you know the time you know it, it more for me when it comes to digital recorders you need a lot of quiet and time and patience and to really connect with spirit i feel like so now i noticed <clears throat> if you wear the headphones connected to this thing while you're recording then you can pick those evps up oh. right right then yeah and then that way you can make a note because when you're listening back to the hours of recording, you can have a better idea where you can find your stuff, right? And yeah, then that's true. I liked that when when we did the private case, you smudged that same night. Yep. You had white sage, yeah, and you did. burnt some sage, yep. and then I can't remember. I probably said a few yeah, words too. Yeah, I think we did some, uh, a few uh, prayers, prayers, right? And, uh, um, did some. A lot of um, saging, because that is the ultimate Smudging. goal, yep. right? To put the spirit at rest. I mean, it's not just to they want record to, yeah. them. We had a lot of, basically, I would say, feisty spirits. Where you know, like older ones, where they're stubborn and they don't want to go anywhere. And you know, I I don't know what to do for them because most of the times when we do cleansings, you know, they don't want to leave. Oh right. 
Yeah. And it's really, I mean, you can see the help you do for the family, the living people, <clears throat> but it's a lot harder to know mm -hmm. whether you've actually made contact and maybe put a spirit at rest. That's yep. it, it's harder to know that. Yeah, it is. Hopefully you don't get a return call from people telling you to come back. You know, I still got things flying around my house or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting work. And it. I guess the payoff is if you, you do put a spirit to rest. I mean, that's what it's really all about. Mm -hmm. So you guys, you did the LST 393, 393, right? And it's. You did that together. Mm -hmm. Now, Brandon, you, you saw what full form apparition on the ship? Uh, it was me and like a couple other of our team members. We were down in the engine room and we could see like the shadow of a guy like back behind the engines. Um, we kind of moved there. I did get a little bit of video, but you can't really pick it up very well on the video. Then you can kind of see there's movement, but you can't really make out the shadow figure because it's so dark with the camera. Like that lighting I doesn't would, work work the greatest. I missed that by like yeah. two minutes. You, yeah, you I walked down shortly down after. Yeah. And everyone was yelling about the guy that they just seen. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, what's no. going on? Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then three of us you guys seen. left, and then it was um, Bill and Connie and I. Bill and Connie and, Jones of Grasp. Yep, of Grasp. And uh, he got very ill, and he had to go upstairs. Something got to him. So then I stayed down there by myself. That was very interesting. I got a lot of feelings down there. I'm glad you brought that up because ghost sickness. Marie talks oh, about yeah. ghost sickness in the book. Have you ever experienced that, Allie? Ghost sickness? Ghost sickness. I actually have. Yeah, I have. I've had uh, times when I um, was around a, sp a spirit as, a, as an empath. Um, uh, some others say that I'm a medium as well. I don't really claim myself as that, more like an empath, but I have gotten sick a lot. Vomiting, oh, dizzy, yeah. feeling very nauseous, uh, feeling weak for a couple of days. And yeah, I already know that it's kind like of- Like a hangover. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes it can be even worse, depending on the spirit and the location that you're at. Um, and the energy that the spirit brings to you, depending if it's being calm or it's actually negative as a negative energy, it'll just throw out right at you. Yeah. And usually when that does, I've heard from people that I know that end up going to a hospital because of that. Oh, I, I've never, that. Wow. I have never gotten in that direction yet and I'm hoping not to. Yeah. But I have felt um where i was very completely nauseous sick and stuff like that so i would have to sage myself uh, do a couple prayers and cleanse myself just so that i could feel a little better a lot of times when i go to locations i usually tell them don't follow me stay back stay where you're at you're not to follow me you're not to allow to attach yourself to me just so that they know so that I won't go home and feel that kind of sickness. So there, there are certain things you do for grounding and protection? Yes, I do. I do. And usually when I do go out, I usually tell them that. I tell them don't come around me. Um, after an investigation, I tell them uh, with respect, thank you so much for communicating with us. Um, don't 
attach yourself to our equipment. Don't attach yourself to us. Don't follow us. Right. Don't attach yourself to our energy. You know, things like that. Um, and a lot of times, and I usually throw, as being an empath, I throw my energy at that so they can feel that energy as much as I'm feeling them so they can feel that energy so that they know don't follow me. I don't, I mean, I appreciate you talking to me and I thank you for communicating with me. You know, I'll be back, but just don't follow me. Because I don't, um, I've had issues where I would get sick and feel nauseous, like I said, and vomit and things like that. So I kind of know a little better. And, you know, when I do say things like that, it actually works well. So they actually, I feel like they kind of like that and respect that, you know. So, and a lot of times we leave an offering so they oh. actually like that too. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of leaving they, offerings. They, they do, as me being part Native American, um, they do like the offering. So I usually leave offerings, and they love that. So I've heard of offerings at a that. cemetery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah you, you you touched on a couple of things, the respect. Yes. And then the grounding. I know yeah. a secret of grounding is like take your shoes off, stand on the ground outside. yeah. yeah. And then if something attaches to you, which you tell them not to, right. let's say something does attach to you. Right. I heard of a trick where you leave there, you go like to the mall yeah. and you, where there's a lot of people <laughs> and then hopefully it's going to attach to yeah. someone else. Right, right. Brandon's empath. Yeah. Yeah. I usually always, you know, a lot of times the spirits, you know, the way I've, where I've been, they do love the whole offering thing, Okay. but I usually love to leave the most precious thing that I have on me to give to them and oh, offer wow. them. And they love it. You know what I mean? Cause they want that energy. So it's like, oh, here, take it. You know, so it's like, okay, I'm not going to follow you type of thing. So, yeah, but if I don't leave that, I've had issues where I had left a, a certain um, area where I didn't do that and they followed me. I had nothing but bad luck the whole two, three days and a lot of crazy things would happen to me and it was my fault. You know, I should have actually left them an offering and I would go back and say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I apologize. I'm leaving you an offering. So it's very important, you know, no matter where you go, you know, even if you don't leave an offering, at least thank them for everything. Even yeah, thanking, if, I think, right, is real important. Yeah, and thank you for communicating and all that stuff. And they understand, you know, just like a human person. They would, I mean, obviously. Exactly. Because they were human themselves at one point. So they're going to understand, you know, but leaving an offering is precious. You know, so even if you go to the store, bring them an apple or a banana or something like that. They like that. Yeah. yeah Talk like to that. the ghost the way you would a friend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the way I, I look at it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. See, my grandfather taught me how to ghost hunt when I was like five years old. He was a real <laughs> wow. thing. He was a real McCoy. Yeah. And then I went to his grave and I took some dirt mm-hmm. from around his grave. And I didn't leave an offering because I didn't know about that yet. Mm-hmm. So I've gone back there since and left some pennies. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I wanted to be I wanted to be kosher with it. But Brandon's empath, and he's well, it's your grandpa, so I think he'd probably be okay. Yeah, grandpa might you're, be you're, okay. You're with continuing it. his legacy, you know, because yeah. you used it on your smudging stuff. So like you're using his energy as part of right. I put that in my smudging. Continue ball. his work. Yeah. 
So I think he'd be more proud of you on that. Now, if you're grabbing it from some random person's grave, that'd be a different story. But... <laughs> yeah, I might have something attached <laughs> yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Brandon feel sick at the oh, yeah. Allegan County Jail. You've been there. Party. You've been there? I have been there. My experience there, I've been there once. And this was actually, um, what, three, four years ago? And I brought my camera, well, actually my my phone camera and that's the only thing that I had so as I was walking around I was the only one walking around because there was really nobody around right and uh, my phone kept messing up a whole lot I have never in my life seen my phone mess up so much as it did when I was trying to take pictures recording it would just go off turn off and then I had to turn it back on off and then I had actually um, before I got there it was actually a hundred percent full it literally took a lot of my phone's energy so oh, yeah. I was afraid because that was the only obviously only phone that I had so I actually turned it off and said no I can't do this anymore so I just walked around and just started to look everywhere and I was admired about the whole jail um you know in Allegan County it was really nice to be there it yeah. was really nice but I can only capture a few things and stuff like that, but I felt a lot of energy coming through uh, where upstairs where the jail cell is at, all the way through um, where they had the army. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm trying to remember around the jail area, but all up in the upstairs, a whole area up there. That's where all my phone kept messing up a lot. So I, I kind of felt the chills, and I felt something was there, and. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, I'm just going to be there for another five, ten minutes. I'm going to leave. Yeah. Because my phone, I had to literally just turn it off because it was just messing up my phone constantly. Yeah, this so. is, we're talking about the Allegan County yeah. Jail Museum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's full of artifacts. Yep. Yeah. I was, Brandon and I were together when yeah. he when he felt it. Yeah. He, he, thought, he thought he was having a heart attack. Yeah, I had a couple sensations. I felt like a sensation yeah. too. Well, before that, okay, so leading up to that point, we're down in the bottom basement cells. Like, and the particular cell I had gone into, I, like, I kept feeling like being grabbed at. I felt like something broke me. So, like, I'm like, okay, I think we need to wow. get out of here, <laughs> you know, wow. kind of a thing. So, like, as we're going out, I started feeling like the sensation of like having a heart attack. Like, I know I wasn't, but that was like the the sensation that I was feeling. Wow. Yeah, you. That was a lot of intense energy. Down you've there. had the sickness also at, at private, a private case. case. Yeah, I, I, had, I had to go out. Like we were investigating, I just felt like sick. Like I felt fine the whole day. In that house, I just got feeling sick to my stomach. So I'd leave, go outside, I'd feel fine again, come back in, feel sick again. Wow. So I kept kind of going in and out because I like I'd investigate as long as I could, and then I'd have to step outside and ground myself before I could go back in again. Yeah. yeah. No, I was actually, the first time I was there, we went with um, another team, but they brought um, a young fella that his grandfather was actually the spirit that was there. One of the spirits oh. that was there. So, I mean, what? talk about a trigger object. I thought you were going to tell me um, he was a prisoner. No, um, <laughs> well, his grandfather was. He was. His grandfather was. And he is still there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, he's never left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. unfortunate. Jeez. But, uh, no, I had a scare. Oh, really? At the jail. <laughs> yeah, really. And I've never really, I, I can't say that. I've ever really been frightened. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable, 
but I had a bat right in my face. Oh my Brandon gosh. got him. Brandon thought I, I just turned my camera off. I'm like, did you just see a ghost? I just turned my camera. And I had a bat in my face. Like, I should have had my camera rolling on. <laughs> oh yeah, I screamed like a little. Because that's when we were packing up, you know, going oh to leave. Gosh. I screamed like a little girl. Yeah. I opened up that door, and we knew there was a bat flying around, but he was supposed to be on a different floor. Yeah, up in the end. And we left wow. him. Well, there was more than one, or he followed us. Yeah. That was. I liked it there at the, but you, you've guys been to Van Buren Poorhouse, all of you. Yes. 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 Together nice. at the same time, right? Yep. yep. And you rented it out? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. nice. We, we got the night and uh, yeah, we, um, we were able to get in there fairly quick when I had gotten in touch with them, which was awesome. So um, they were going to do, it was so weird because they were going to do uh, the ghost drama thing there um, or some, some fair going on there in August and I, I told them I really want to get in there before then and uh, unfortunately that's when that uh, they had a bad strong winds almost like a tornado type winds come through there and rip that was like a off. week yeah week that after was we investigated week it yeah. before and, and it's been closed since I mean they're fixing yeah, it week, yeah week after but it, yeah so then they I weren't mean, able to something the was telling there. me to get in there before this certain date and it yeah. was very interesting that I was able to and but apparently you got some EVPs that were forewarning of this wind that's we, yeah we were doing an Estes session I, I was under Estes and we were getting like like tie tie stuff down like talking about the roof going up and down like roof's gonna go up like i think we might I think i might have mentioned storm too that's what and I it was like a week before yep. the storm had yeah. Yeah. They, they did. The they did. yeah yeah they did yeah they did that. they really mm -hmm. i remember that i mean we just kind of chalked it up to be nothing at the time but then like going back reviewing it afterwards yeah, about I was trying did. to warn us mm -hmm. <laughs> yep yeah. Oh yeah, ghosts yep. seem to be on a yep. different plane of time. You know, they're not messed up with space anymore, and they, apparently time doesn't bother them either. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could be at more than one place at one time. I think oh, yeah. even. Oh awesome. yeah, yeah, that, mm -hmm. that's true. I believe that. Yep. Now, the poorhouse is only about a hundred miles from here. It's yeah. It's along the lake. It's yeah. south of us, about a hundred miles. And then what? So what is the poorhouse? Um, it was built in the late 1800s to um, help the community. There was a lot of poor folks, um, even veterans from the war. You know, there was even a Civil War veteran there who didn't have a leg. And uh, there, there's a lot of these people that had nowhere to go. So there, there was a community, you know, the poor house. They were farming there on the land. They... Um, had everything. They had a hospital there. Um, they just lived out their days there. How many rooms are in this building? Uh, several? Several. Big, big building? They did add on to it in the early 1900s, and it, it was really big. I mean, they really added on to it. So um, there's got to be, I mean over 50 rooms i mean it's so you didn't try to go in every room did you uh we've been in pretty much every room oh. i mean it's the size of a, a smaller hospital so i mean it's it's a good size building very good size building but uh yeah it's a lot of ground to cover are there certain rooms that you thought were m maybe more haunted than <clears throat> others um yeah i feel like there's um a lot going on in the war room 
Oh. And yeah. Kind of, again, with the war artifacts. and Yeah, that might not necessarily be the room. It might be the, it I think could that's be more the just artifacts the artifacts itself. It's but so like if you move the artifacts to another room, you're probably having that energy going to another room. Right. But, but um, I could see we, that. We got a lot of activity in what they had, like the little school room where we were at doing the portal box session. They say that there's a little girl there that likes to play around. And Anna? That, that's right, yep. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of interesting because she's like, I'm looking for my cat. Yeah. Like, we were getting that. <laughs> and then, that. And then, like, later Ooh. in another room, I see, like, yeah. a, it looked like a like a shadow black cat. Yeah. To walk uh -huh. by the bed. And then, yeah. like, the, the his app goes, oh, there's the cat. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I saw it. Yeah, yeah. They did obviously have the investigation. Yeah. Awesome. Ghost cat. Yeah. Yeah, ghost cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I like that. Oh yeah, I did some research. They talk about footsteps, dogs barking, birds yeah. heard, and this little girl, Anna. And they say the library is most active, wow. but the nursery also has all these baby dolls in mm -hmm. it. And so I could see this little girl, Anna, maybe mm -hmm. hanging out in the nursery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They talk um, about suicide and murder. Yeah, I think one of the other rooms that I had a lot of um, activity in was one of the third floor rooms where we, we think the guy had jumped out the window. Okay. So we think that room had a lot more activity. And I think suicide just kind of brings yeah, with really it some gonna... unrest. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we, uh, we, I mean, it's it's a touchy subject, but our, our neighbor, um, you know, went through that and we, we have activity near our house too. Oh. Uh, we, we try to uh, pray for him the best we can, so, you know, but it is. It's very sad, and we do believe that it opens doors up, maybe even a portal. I don't know, but it, it seems like when when the suicides involved, there's always more activity that follows. Yeah, I think so, and the, the emotions of that whole mm -hmm. the, the whole process there. Okay, well we we talked about the book uh, some, and then we got to cover <clears throat> some tools, basic tools. Do you have a Pocket full of rocks today or not? Uh, not today. Not today. Oh, wait, I got one. Okay, got one. didn't let me down. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do I got today? It's what a citrine. That? Oh yeah, this I like the citrine. Helps yeah. with the energy. Um, I usually say the um, it goes for like darker color stones to the lighter, brighter colors. It goes with the power of the sun and the moon. So this would be more. Uh, the energy of the sun. Okay, yeah, citrine was one of my favorites. Curse, you know, you are partly to blame for all this uh -oh. that's going on here. That I have two cases of these things. This one came from the museum, believe it or not. From what? Uh, downtown. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I have the citrine. The big one. Oh, citrine here. yes, nice. that's Very a nice, nice one. Yeah. Very nice. It's very powerful. Prosperity, wealth, powerful. concentration, fights fear and depression, mm -hmm. phobias. So I like this. This is one of the first ones that I got. And, you know, talking to you is, is what made me get some of these things. I think before you had a, uh, oh, a, a black. Probably obsidian or yeah. um, Black tourmaline. Yeah, I tourmaline. Do, yeah, tourmaline. That that's is, one I want. I still don't have it. Very I have the obsidian, black obsidian. Negative energy. And then our mutual friend, Mama Mary Bassett, 
she gave me this giant petoskey oh wow and then this was... this crystal here oh those are nice and then i got some things from other people for protection like holy water and and uh this this is protection it's got different things oh in it from, yeah so i have know, uh i have one like this and it's a money one i like that so <laughs> i want to put some faith in those things yeah. somewhat but you guys got any upcoming stuff anything on the calendar um we're hoping to get out there um now that you get to talk about the jail we might have to make a couple phone calls here soon i got till november 28th and then uh i'll be down probably for you know a month i got a little bit of a surgery but i don't think All it right. should be that bad i should be okay you know yeah good luck but, with the surgery thank you and uh um we we're just trying to beat the weather right now yeah. we got a premiere tonight but yeah. you know that that should be on my channel you know uh lakeshore paranormal on youtube whenever this is released so i mean it'll be out tonight mm -hmm. by 11 so now Allie, you did a thing texas hotel yes i did by yourself honestly no <laughs> are you from I texas um, I was born here in Michigan, but I was raised in Texas. Oh, okay. So, kind of a yes and no. <laughs> but a haunted hotel in Texas? I went down there. I was not expecting that. Uh, a family member of mine brought that up mm. as I was down there doing an oh. event for other things that had nothing to do with that. And it wasn't expected. And I was like, you know what? Why not? So, yeah, we did. And that is actually... The hotel that we went to is actually one of the most haunted hotels in the state of Texas. Did you get to stay in the hotel? No, we didn't because it's not a place to stay. It's oh, yeah. actually a bed. <laughs> but oh, um, yeah, but you I mean, stay there. Then, oh, yeah, right. no, no. I mean, you can if you want, oh, right? I mean, yeah. But I don't know about all that. Um, but um, yeah, before we had gone there, I had a family member, another family member, tell me, "Don't go, don't go." You know, was worried about us. To, uh, going and uh, we're like well we're just gonna go check it out for a bit you know because we weren't that far from there we were only like what five minutes away from there six minutes so we ended up going a couple times and uh, you know I didn't have all the equipment with me because like I said I wasn't really right. ready to right. do any of the investigation I was down there for another event um, so I had my phone but luckily the one of the family members that I that came with me had a, a little speaker recording um i don't know what kind of equipment he had but it wasn't really nothing big and uh i'll be honest with you we've seen so much going on there for the three nights that we've gone none of it was recorded oh yeah the only even if we did record it was all deleted it was weird um the only thing that was pretty was like what five seconds of it ten seconds that i had posted on my community chat and that's it um, but other than that, we had gone there early in the morning to do so, uh, make a video and that did get accomplished. Okay. So, but there's a lot going on. Yeah. There. You know, you brought, up, you brought up tools again. Did you ever bring any toys or anything to entice? <laughs> you know what? Um, no, we didn't. We brought just, do you, do you ever though? We, you know what? Nice we need to get one of these. We've been hearing a lot about the cat balls yeah. and the cat toys and stuff, so we're trying to work on something like that. Yeah. <laughs> First time I brought this, Brandon's like, oh, now you're going to mess up my cameras. Oh, no. I think cameras are the are what going to be 
that's put us to the next level. We got a very interesting miss on our last investigation. Oh, yes. yeah. And I actually isolated it and just there posted was a lot that. Going on there. It, it almost looked like a breath, but it was still really warm out at the time. There was no breath or anything, but it was just a, a mist came right through the camera. That was really interesting. Oh, yeah. It was in night vision. So. You got that out on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think cameras, different cameras, SLS is it, and then the night vision thermal mm -hmm. cameras, mm -hmm. and then all these um, game cameras that yeah. people, that's, that's going to pick yeah, up Bigfoot a, a and other things. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that's going to be the wave, and then and ghosts, that maybe that's, whether it can be motion activated with a ghost, we're not sure about, but... Or the trial cameras. <laughs> Brandon, you got anything upcoming? Uh, not really until, like, probably the spring. I'm hoping to get do some stuff for Halloween. Maybe try to get in somewhere to investigate or something. But yeah. I don't well, have anything on the books right now. Brandon and I may be lecturing at KDL Libraries in the spring, too, on yeah. ghosts. So we're kind of looking forward to that. You know, you guys will be on TV, Comcast, Channel 25, Uverse 99, Mondays, 11 p.m. Saturday, it repeats the same show, 12.30 a.m., so that's like really Sunday morning. And then uh, for me, uh, ongoing thing is the 988 suicide hotline. I've been, it's been my pet project. Since they've initiated this thing in July, the calls are up 45%. Wow. <laughs> they received 3.6 million calls in 2021, calls chats, texts, so this is very important. But in case you're in an area where they don't have that 988 hooked up yet, the number is 1-800-273-8255. That'll get you to the suicide hotline. Our shout out goes to Shatan Noir. She was our last guest here. But I also want to do a shout out to Kim, our co-host, Tanya, our newest co-host, in Ohio and then Tyler our tech guy wouldn't be here but I want to do a shout out you guys work with Robert Walker Michigander yeah, man Michigander man and guy. then we lost his buddy yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's yeah. buddy yeah. traveling yeah. buddy traveling, the traveling buddy. buddy we lost traveling body bless, yeah, bless so, him rest in peace there you go so and then the final thought unfinished business can cause haunting we we kind of decided that everybody believes that unfinished business can do it but do you think you can be resting in peace in your grave and then say you have your grave desecrated and can that cause a haunting hmm. uh, i honestly hope that maybe you know once you're at peace you're at peace you know um i i want to believe that but when it comes to people that are more attached like native american spirits i would say you know a lot of people have desecrated graves and burial grounds and that definitely can stir up activity so i mean that's an example so i mean it, it's it's hard to say you know it i i believe it can but i i also i hope that you know if somebody's at rest they're at rest you know no matter what happens yeah i wanted to believe that what do you yeah. think brandon well, so my thinking on it is like like they can be at peace on the other side. Like I don't think you're hanging out in your mm. in your casket. Right. But like okay, you're you're at peace at the other side, and all of a sudden they're messing with your stuff. 
that doesn't mean you're not going to get ticked off and be like, like I could be happy. Yeah. I see somebody going and vandalizing my car. I'm going to get ticked off. So, <laughs> you know, I think it's kind of the same on the other side too. Yep. You know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You kind of agree with these guys? I do. I do. Yep. I do. You know, I wanted to believe that too. You're resting in peace. That's it. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you're not going to be bothered. But this is what happened with me. I was out fishing. I want to take a shortcut up this steep cliff. And then once I got up there, I was going to have to go through the graveyard cemetery. Well, halfway up, I noticed someone had thrown the tombstones over the cliff. Oh so they were out, laid out. About the same time I noticed that, felt like I was being electrocuted. Oh, all over my body at the same time. Wow. I started jumping around. My son, who was with me, started experiencing the same thing. So the cliff's like this, and it didn't take us long to get the rest of the way up there and then up into the cemetery. But wow. So I think they thought we did it. Oh, God. They were taking it out on us. So they were in their graves already, resting in peace. But I think maybe mass graves, too, can create problems. And something that Brandon and I ran into, people being cremated can be a problem. If they haven't said words over them, they're sitting on a shelf for years. You don't know how many unclaimed urns there are oh, out there. I There's thousands. Understand. Yeah, because that was ours. We were investigating a, a funeral or a, a cemetery. We were in like the office building. We kept noticing the activity going to one part of it. And we're like, well, what's over? What's behind that locked door over there? And like, oh, that's all the unclaimed the unclaimed people, we cremate them and put them in urns and leave them in Gosh, there. Wow. So I'm like, yeah. You know, so that's what we kind of recommended. You know, having somebody come in and you yeah. know say words over them and stuff like that. I think that, it's important. They're, just, they're kind of unclaimed wow. and forgotten about, like basically sitting in a closet. So I think that ritual or ceremony that surrounds death is very important to mm -hmm. the humans. And every culture has something. They do it maybe differently, but they have something. Now, you say you're Native American. Have you ever worked with a shaman? I'm related to shamans, yes. They're very secretive. They mm -hmm. are, yes, just as much as I had told you a while back. Yes, they're very secretive. Some of them may maybe expose themselves to others, depending. But the ones that I that I know of, including family members, yeah, they're very quiet. They don't. I would like. Anything. I wish I knew some, and I wish they would share some of their secrets <laughs> yeah. with me. I really do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Got the inspirational uh, thought, and then that's it. And I always try to make it relate to my guests. And I gave you one of my stones, one of my message stones. Yeah, and I just seen that today, the courage one. I have it up on one of my rocks. Exactly right, courage. <laughs> so that's what I try to send home with you. Mm -hmm. Not that you were a part of uh, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. But um, Winston Churchill says, success is not final failure is not fatal it is the courage to continue that counts and i think you've demonstrated that all through your career you know you you started in 2013 and then you founded lakeshore paranormal yep. in 2018 mm -hmm. and it's been it hasn't been easy, right? It's been struggles. Yeah, it's taken been courage. A lot of struggles, a lot of dedication, uh, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, I guess you could say. Kim, Kim, our other, <laughs> she thinks you need that courage just to go into these locations. <laughs> and at least now you have, 
you're a team. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. a tight team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brandon and I aren't quite that tight. No. <laughs> so you got that going for you, and yeah. you're both empaths. So you can, I bet you share a lot, you we know. Do. When, we do. And then yeah. you can relate together. Yeah. So it's that perseverance that you've demonstrated that I'm really proud of that. And I think you have to believe in yourself if you want to do this. Yeah. So. Continue. Keep that courage. Keep it up. And good luck to both of you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Brandon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Another thank good you. show. Darren. Allie. Thank you. Say your name of your YouTube channel again. Sweet Pea for Leaf Clover. Cool. And your your channel is called just Lake Shore Paranormal. Excellent. Yep. Great show, guys. Thanks a lot. Yep. Thank you. Peace out. <laughs>